We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. had the bases loaded last night at PNC Park. They were rallying. They were about to blow the game open. And the fans rose in unison for a standing, roaring ovation. Wow! Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. And this is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Penguins. Of course, they weren't standing to support Milwaukee. They were standing to applaud Adam Frazier. The announcement of his selection to be the starting second baseman for the National League team in the coming All-Star game was put on the big board. And the reaction was so vocal, so voluminous that everything just kind of stopped. And Frazier accepted a couple of congratulations on the field, tipped his cap to the crowd, and just had this goofy smile on his face right up until the game was actually able to resume. This was his response afterward when this came up. Yeah, um, no, it's pretty awesome. Um, like you said, middle of the game, bases loaded right there. Um, I mean, try to give the fans something, but same time, I'm trying to focus on the game, like you said. But uh, um, yeah, it's been pretty cool the past couple of days. You know, Mississippi State wins the national championship and get voted starter of the All Star game. I mean, it's pretty tough to beat. But uh, yeah, I mean, glad that's happened and hopefully just lock it back in to. Uh, in the game tomorrow. I'm not here to applaud Frazier any further myself. I've been doing that since the first day of spring training in Bradenton. You could see that nothing had bothered him about the wave of trade speculation that had encircled him through January and February. And he had just such a healthy attitude about it. Look, I don't know what's going to happen. I can't worry about that. All I can do is hit the ball. Well, all he's done is hit the ball. Again and again and again. Another hit in this game. And he's batting 326. Best in baseball. 101 hits, most in baseball, 861 OPS. All he's done is hit the ball where it's pitched very hard to all fields. He's been lining them to left. He's hit a, he's hit 
with power to left. He stroked it to right, doubles all over the place. And, and you have to understand that he's doing this in a season where everyone else, it seems, has forgotten how to hit. Where the median batting average is now 233. 233. This is this is menial bench player batting average from just five, six years ago. And here's Frazier, way at the top. But again, I repeat, I repeat, I did not come here to lay that on any further. I can't say enough or any more good things about him. I am here instead to praise the people who put him in. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by the good people at North Shore Tavern, directly across Federal Street from PNC Park, home of Steak on a Stone, home of the planet's only fully dedicated Pittsburgh baseball club bar, front to back, left to right, wall to wall. Great place to stop before and after the game, but also a great place to stop when the Pirates are on the road and you want to watch the game with a few buddies. North Shore Tavern, directly across from PNC Park. Now, I'm here to acknowledge what I did not think was possible in this equation. I did not think that people around the baseball world would notice if any player in Pittsburgh would achieve anything, no matter how above and beyond it would go. And that goes double for Frazier. Let's not pretend that Frazier was some big name in baseball or some threat beforehand to do this. Frazier has been maddeningly, let me rephrase that, had been maddeningly inconsistent throughout his career with the Pirates. He'd have stretches that looked like this. World beater stretches. But then he'd spend the next two, three weeks rolling over a bunch of four threes. And you'd wonder whatever happened to that guy. That's not the case anymore. He's put it all together. He's got that short, compact, but powerful swing. Has always reminded me a lot of the good early version of Nate McClough, for those of you who go at least a little bit back with your Pirates history. The kind of swing that should not go into slumps because it's not long, it's not loopy, it's not something that's going to be prone to a whole lot of moving parts that you have to adjust. He's done that. That's to his credit. But it is to the credit of the voters, not just in Pittsburgh. That's easy. You know, he's your guy. You're seeing him. Uh, The team itself has made a big advertising push about it. They've made sure that their broadcasters, who are employees, were bringing it up constantly. Social media was all over it. They even changed the name of the Pirates' Twitter account to Adam Frazier's Stan account. It was really well done. But it doesn't happen unless people who are not Pirates fans are recognizing what he did to this point in the season. That, to me, is what's most impressive. Sorry, 
you know, I'm not sure if this where you thought this was going, but I'm impressed that a fan in you know Dallas or Denver or Seattle is going to look at their ballot and say, "Oh man, I got to who am I taking from the National League?" Oh, Adam Frazier's having a great year in Pittsburgh. I'm going to take him. And you know how that feels. You've done that. You filled out these ballots. After you pick your Pirates and, you know, the old school ballots where you would actually punch the holes, you would treat the rest of it as kind of a pain, you know? You'd be like, oh, man, I got to do all these guys. Like, I don't even watch the American League. Uh, I don't know. Here's Ken Griffey Jr. Okay, I'm going to vote for him. And you would just kind of get it over with. This is more than that. This is more than that. Some people were paying attention, and some people didn't look at Frazier and say, yeah, but he's a pirate. Now, I say that, and I'm equally aghast that no one anywhere seems to be recognizing what Brian Reynolds has done. But then I've said from the beginning that for Pittsburgh to get two players in an all-star game when they're currently 22 games under 500 with a long way to go. Uh, yeah, that that would be really beating the odds. When we come back, just one question. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. back it's time for just one question and today's comes from Barnold who says what starters and position players currently in the minors do you envision being on the field one year from today well you don't specify this I have to presume you're referring to PNC Park there isn't much in Indianapolis I haven't exactly tiptoed on that issue. Jared Oliva was called up yesterday because Colin Moran went on the injured list with what did unfortunately turn out to be a fracture in his left hand. Oliva wasn't hitting at all. He was below 200 in AAA. He was called up, I can promise you, because management's getting really sick of seeing old dudes Come up and go one for 40, you know? At least it'll be a kid this time maybe going one for 40. It's not an impressive team. It's not an impressive collection of prospects. Which starters? The easy answer is Max Kranich, since he just made a five-perfect-inning debut in St. Louis and will be back within a week. I could see him impressing over the course of the second half. I don't think he's going to be the way he was at Bush Stadium. But he's always had uh, 
a fair amount of promise to him. And now that his fastball is checking in at 95-96, that's a live enough arm that you don't have to worry about, oh no, does he have the stuff. One guy who definitely does have the stuff and definitely should be contending for a job in the rotation is Rowanzi Contreras. I say that even though he's still with AA Altoona for reasons I really don't understand. He has so very badly overmatched hitters at that level that, honestly, if he isn't promoted to Indianapolis by the All-Star break, then something really weird is going on. This kid's throwing 100 miles an hour. He's got a full arsenal. He's got off-speed stuff that's almost as scary as the heat. Uh, He was part of the Jamison Tyone trade, as was the next guy I'm about to mention, Miguel Yohure, who also should have been and I think would have been in the majors this year. Best off-speed stuff throughout the system, up and down. Best of anyone. I could see him up here. I think if we go a whole lot further than that, it's going to start getting a little hopeful, and I'm going to try to stay away from that and give you guys that I actually envision, to use the word that you had in your question there. Um, There are a lot of good pitching prospects with Class A Greensboro. I don't think that's going to be in the mix for a year from today, no matter who it is. Position players, that's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's tougher, man. It just is. You know, uh, there's nobody I'd call up from Indianapolis right now, so let's start there. If you get to Altoona, there's O'Neill Cruz, the six seven shortstop, who hit a ridiculous home run last night for the curve that got out of the ballpark in a raging hurry off of what looked like the most innocuous, effortless swing you will ever see. Cruz has the best power anywhere in the system. And if he can continue to unlock that and show that he can play a position in the majors, I don't want to keep being that guy that says he's got to move off the short, he's got to be an outfielder, he's got to be this, got to be that. He can stay it short, let him stay it short, whatever, you know? What he has to do, though, is to hit his way into the majors. And I think he will. I think you're going to see him in September, actually. But I think you're going to see him for good in 2022. Travis Swaggerty is the only other name I'm going to give you for your question. He's the outfielder who unfortunately had to have the shoulder surgery Early on in this season, big shame because he would have been up here this whole time. Are you kidding me? Instead of Kai, Tom, and, oh, Ben Gamble and the 17 other players that they've tried at corner outfield spots and DFA'd, and that's to say nothing of Gregory Polanco not being around next year because his $11 million salary expires after this season. So, this isn't the exciting phase. It isn't. They'll get better, but the exciting phase comes whenever you start seeing those double-A and single-A kids 
trickling up. That's when it's going to start getting good. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates all week long. And we'll do it again Monday. Thank you.